That's the stuff. Indeed. Turn me down now, Kevin. Please. How's that? A little more. A little more? How's that? A little more. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> That's good. Okay. See, now right, I, I plug... right back down to the well, exact I... place you were. So okay. when I have it plugged in wired, it's everything's a lot louder <laughs> than when it's not plugged in. I'm really glad we're getting this in the recording. Yeah, yeah so... that's how we're opening. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so I got to say stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mike. You were not kidding about being unprepared this week. No, I did not. Like five seconds ago, I didn't know it was my turn. And then you, <laughs> David said it, and Kevin's like, oh, yeah, it is. I'm like, I guess I'll believe you. I'll choose to believe that is my turn. <laughs> okay. So with that, welcome to, uh, what is this? This is a distraction hole, right? Yes, because I never, I in- never introduced the other one. Yes, yes, Mike, it's a distraction hole. Um, I'm the, the, the victim or host this week, Mike, Mike, the Mike, just Mike. <laughs> Thank you. And also joining me in this silly endeavor is, uh, David Davis. Hi. Hello. David. Hello. How are you? I'm doing, doing okay. okay. How are you? Pretty good. Your, your, is your skin supple? Um, it's getting there. Okay. Good. Good. That lotion routine so, you gave me is really helping. Yeah. Um, and if you be really good, I'll let you out of the pit. Oh, God. Fresh air. Yeah. You didn't get the hose this time. And <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Hi. Kevin just gets, you know, frequent beatings and, you know. Uh, I like them. Diet of uh, mealworms. I like them. How are you, Kevin? Let's just move on to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin says no comment on how he's doing. Yes, I am alive and recording a show. You're 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 doing all right. I I think you're doing all right. I say I deem it so. Okay, you're the host. You get to decide how we're doing, Mike. So, uh, (laughs) do we have anything on top before things? Do we have any pre things? You know what? Let Let's just get the Dragon Con stuff out of the way. So yeah, so as a non-segment, Kevin and I return triumphantly from Dragon Con. Is that what we're doing? Now, wasn't the story that you failed to go to a panel, so how is that triumphant? It's triumphant because we survived. (laughs) Our livers are mostly intact. Yeah, mine's completely intact. Well, I mean, can you really say that? Okay, no. I mean, there there could be some, you know, latent damage from, you know. Might be a mealworm in there or something. But, uh. No, uh, Dragon Con is just so, so crazy. It's like there's a, a billion things to do, so you kind of have this, uh, I wouldn't call it choice paralysis. You just have choice overload. Mm. That's true. It's like, you know, you, you could do all these things, and you end up doing none of them or very yep. few of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I did go to a panel with uh, one of our friends that we went with, and uh, it was a panel of, the of like, ten uh, hidden gem anime. And uh, in fact, I can bring that up right here and I can read them off because I because there was some of them I had heard of and yeah. some of them I haven't. And we can kind of. Well, the best time I have was dressing as Tom Servo and uh, no, going you, around you, as Tom Servo. You mean dressing as a 
didn't dress as Tom Servo. You didn't have a Tom Servo. I was costume. just the meat puppet operator. You had a puppet. you had a jumpsuit, so you weren't dressed as Tom Servo. Yeah, that's fair. But I saw a, I did see a girl dressed as Tom Servo. She had I like a skirt, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's very it's very cute. very confusing. I say girl, I meant woman, but you know, mm-hmm. a, yeah. So here's the, a nice lady. Yeah, here's okay. It wasn't ten, but it was a list of a uh, hidden gem anime. First up is My Roommate is a Cat, which, as it sounds, a, a guy gets a cat, and it's the, the way it was described sounded really interesting because it's both told from the guy's perspective and the cat's perspective. Hmm. Well, so, that's kind of fun. So, you know, the, the cat's like, you know, kind of like, what is this guy mm-hmm. doing? Why is he being, you know, so, and the guy's like, well, this cat's just like shitting all over the place, I guess, because that's what <laughs> cats do now. But that's, it just sounded interesting. Um, and other, that's the only one I, re- I think I really remember, you know, the description on, mm-hmm. um, Baca and Test, which I don't know. I know the about. name. Yeah. Some of these I've heard the names of, mm-hmm. um, but really don't know much about, uh, Astra Lost in Space. Hmm. Not familiar with it. Nope. Happy Sugar Life. Nope. Happy Sugar Life. Yeah. Angel Beats. I know that name. Yeah, I've heard of that I've heard one. Of it. One of these is supposed to be like really dark. That might be the really dark one. It's like seems like super cute, but they said it just like you know falls off a cliff and gets really dark. Um, Pony Pony Dash. This is not related to My Little no, Pony no, no. at all. P O N I, not P O N. Pony Pony. P A N I P O N I. Oh. Pony Pony. I'm not Dash. even gonna try. And My Little Monster. <laughs> You know, if you combine them, you do have My Little Pony. Yeah. So, you know, they, those are some I'm going to check out. Um, they seem, the way they described them was pretty interesting. They, you know, mm-hmm. play like the uh, trailer for them and you know, talk about them. They just all sounded interesting. They sound like they could be, in fact, be anime hidden gems. Well, that's nice. I had a, I went to one panel where it was three uh, animators talking about the uh, state of the animation industry uh, from the time they got started, which was around the time they were making uh, Tarzan at Disney, up to today. And one guy in the crowd just kept asking them if they will ever do a remake of the Obscure 80s cartoon Defenders of the Earth. Oh, I, yeah, panel questions are like a pet peeve of mine. Because mm. you get you can get some really good thought-provoking oh, yeah. questions. There, there was and some then, good ones. And, and then, then there's just this guy. these weird Spurg Lords that have such a limited scope of, I don't know, interest. Well, here's or, the thing. The guy was older than me. I know. That I, ass. Well, he was like 70. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember when Defenders of the Earth came on. That was a, what nineties, eighties, eighties, and I we didn't get it in my area. I never saw it. I, I mean, I can hear the uh, theme song in my I mean, head. So I've, I've seen, seen the theme, and that's he was he's probably like a young man. He's probably in it was here was for forty, so he's had to have been an adult at that point when it came out. But it, you know, he's probably you know that that just like touched him in a way that it, it shouldn't touched have. him inappropriately and he uh he just latched onto that and yeah i get i i don't know i guess it was maybe he's just a really big fan of uh flash gordon yeah i don't know but yeah so i it's always like you know you're sitting in a panel or watching a panel or something and 
the next question comes up, you're like, going, okay, please don't be, don't be that guy. Don't be that person. Don't be, oh, you are, you're just yeah. asking the mm-hmm. dumbest and you're watching, you're seeing the, if it's the camera or if you're paying attention oh, to, small thing. to the, uh, I'm just saying in general, cause I've seen plenty of panels. Oh, like, recorded and yeah but but, you're watching the person that's being asked the question you could just see their face just like glaze over with this like you know they don't want to like look they want to have a horrified what the fuck look but you i saw the light in three men's eyes (laughs) when that guy asked that question you're just like they're going like thinking themselves how the fuck am i gonna answer this stupid ass question because these guys all worked on like the fucking iron giant yeah and, and they have and nothing Tarzan to do and all that stuff and this guy brings up defenders of the earth and they're just like life used to be good yeah um let's see you're trying to think of anything else i went to wow i really did not go to much nope. this year i'll tell you what we did do though we did watch the masquerade at a friend's room oh, on yeah. uh dragon con tv and but God, that is like, it's just a bunch of drunk and semi-drunk and something awful forum goons just riffing MST style on costumes with the only rule being never mock the child. And the bad thing is, is that it's gotten the masquerade entrance have gotten a lot better the last couple of years. So you're just sitting there going, I want this to be worse. I can't hate this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were really mad at how good it was. Like, yeah, like just a couple of years ago. Last year, even. Yeah. There was like the sword guy. Did you remember him? Yeah, sword guy. Or God, sword sword guy is infamous because he's been in the masquerade like several times. Yeah. And he basically just comes out and does some. He's obviously talented. He's I can't say he's not talented, but he's awkward and weird. But he's just. He obviously is some form of performer. He doesn't have a uh, costume, really. I think the last time I saw him, he was just wearing, like, you know, kind of those loose, you know, pants, martial arts pants, and that was it. And, yeah, he just does some sword routine. He wasn't there this year. I wonder. No, how, he wasn't. Hopefully, sword guy's doing okay. I hope he didn't get COVID and die. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, Kevin. I'm, st- I'm sorry. This, fuck off. And there's this one, <laughs> one family, I think, that did the... Did you see a creepy family? I think before they've done like Harley and Penguin. No, they didn't. They but weren't in God, there this they, year. They, they've done it a couple years running, and it's now, like there was really this bad. one lady that uh, came in last year dressed as Toad, and you know how they they like um they do that AI thing. They had Toad singing Chandelier by Lady Gaga, and this lady came out and just gave it her all as Toad screaming Chandelier at the top of his lungs. <laughs> and this year, she didn't enter the ma- the masquerade, but she was the opening fucking act <laughs> doing another pop song as Toad, and it was fucking great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, just... Got to hang out with my Dragon Con friends and to watch, you know, see a lot of interesting yep. costumes. If anyone's listening, sup, goons? Yeah, and uh, I don't know it's just it's just a good old time. I yep. Kind of at, at once it's over, I wish I had done more, but I can't say I didn't have fun. Yep. It's it's fun when you go to these things and you recognize certain cosplayers because they keep showing up at places. Like for oh, me, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, for for a few years. I kept seeing Han Cholo, Princess Lola, and Arturito. Um, <laughs> I, I got a picture God. of them. It's fantastic. I'm gonna put oh. it in the, the host chat. But um, oh, please do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And an, another masquerade regular that didn't show up this year was Nightmare Pony. 
It, it's about what you it's a, what you expect. Okay. It's, it is disturbing. Well, okay, <laughs> okay, that's a great costume, Mike. Yeah, and, and I've seen them like several times because you know I go to a lot of the California oh, yeah. conventions. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's definitely a. Uh... <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah. I can't think of anything else I want to say about well, Dragon hey, Con. Can, can you give it a, a ranking compared to other Dragon Cons you've been to? Um, well, see, here's a problem is that nothing's going to beat your first hit, right? You know, right. you're always yeah. chasing that no. dragon. Yeah. So, like, the I first agree. Dragon Con was amazing. And, like, I've had, uh, like, uh, some of the first ones where I met, you know, the goons and hung out with them were really good. Um, the last few see, I mean, as far as the event itself... You know, it hasn't gotten worse. It's just my experiencing of it. Mm. I don't know. I can't say I don't like it. Like, I'm not saying I'm not enjoying myself. It just doesn't seem as memorable. And that's just a me thing, not a right. event thing. And I'm sure next year uh, I'm going to have a similar experience because it's like... My, and also, we're getting old. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean... Because there were several times where I was walking around just tired, hungry, my feet hurt, and somebody, you know, you can't move as quickly yeah. as you want to because of the crowds and yeah. like some. See, all those those all those factors never bothered some me. Some kid would get in front of me and be like, "If you don't get out of my way, I'm going to slam your head into the ground." I think I think my my issue is is that you know as I've gotten older those last ten years, I don't stay out doing stuff as yeah. long like i do stay out late but like you know also this year i like started on sleep debt so i after the first couple of days of getting up fairly early i was just like my body was like nope fuck that you're just sleeping in yep i just did not want to get up yep so next we didn't year, have room service a couple of times because of that yeah well when you say room so you mean room uh yeah whatever the, the housekeeping because room, room service is a completely different thing yeah that's why i mean housekeeping my yeah. bad well, I mean, I usually don't like housekeeping during con. Like, I prefer to just get towels because, you know, the room doesn't get that dirty. I don't care about the bed being made. Um, you know, I usually have a lot of, you know, expensive devices and stuff. So I don't want a bunch of people sure. up in my shit. So generally, and, and I just kind of got this from, you know, the person I went with the first time is just getting towels. I, yeah. I just kind of mm-hmm. prefer that. Sure. It's maybe have them come in once or twice during the uh, stay but just uh i don't know just it just also just seems so short now even though i'm staying longer than ever yeah we do leave like the day after the con now so that's that's a good thing because it means we're not fighting the crowds and we can like go out and eat and rest check checkout is such a nightmare Mm -hmm. uh, when everybody else is checking out on monday that's why i started when i first booked a room myself because every other time until last year it's either i had stayed with people or i'd gotten a hand-me-down room like someone couldn't go so they transferred their room to me um and so well there was one other time there was one time i did book it but i didn't even try to do this but when i bought the last year when i first booked my own room i was like i'm staying till tuesday i am not trying to get out of here when like I don't know how many thousands of other people are oh, also yeah. trying to check out yep. of the hotel. It's nice. It's, it's nice very... to have downtime. And we just sat there watching Cartoon Network. Yeah. Just, Hell you yeah. know, Tuesday, you know, it's very relaxed. Mm-hmm. 
You don't have to. Uh, it's a nice drive home. I mean, it's yeah. like six and a half hours, but still, it's not that bad. Yeah. So, Mike. Yeah. Who do you want to go first? All right. So I'm going to roll a D6 here. Uh-oh. <laughs> so let me guess. One, two is one of us. Yes. One, two. One, two is David. Okay. Three, four is Kevin. And Woo. five, six is me. So let's see. We get a two. So David, you go first. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> first of all, I've managed to complete my seasonal journey in Diablo. I'm very happy about that. Congratulations. Uh, just in time to start playing Starfield all the time. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, the, the big thing for me um, last week, or I, I guess this week, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Um, was uh, the live action adaptation of One Piece on Netflix. Um, I saw the first one. Yeah. yeah I haven't watched I, any of it I am yet. a, um, you, you guys know that I'm a big fan of One Piece. I won't shut the fuck up about yep. it. Yep. So, like, this live action thing was something I was very much kind of looking forward to. Like, uh, you know, I, 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 I do have, I do admit that I was a little apprehensive uh, going into it, but I want to confirm that, yes, it is very good. It's, and this is, for me, coming as a One Piece fan, I am completely satisfied by it. Well, good. Yeah, I, you know, I've seen some One Piece. I read more of the manga than I watched the anime, and yeah. uh, I like the first episode quite a bit. Mind you, I wasn't expecting, I, I don't think I ever got to the transponder snails. <laughs> So that was a bit of a shock, mm-hmm. seeing a snail sitting on a desk going, burr, 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 burr. I was like, what the, what the hemorrhaging <laughs> fuck am I, I looking at? I love it. I love it. Um, well, I, I'm on my third rewatch. Ro- oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, well, because wow. I, I introduced Nerd. Holly to it. Okay. And then I also introduced my dad to it. So okay. I've been watching it with both of them. But when I, I intend to watch it again, this time with the... Uh, the original voice actors doing the voices for the characters and want to hear how that works out. Oh, like the Japanese? Yeah, yeah. They actually have the Japanese voice actors for the uh, uh, Japanese. A lot of Japan. I wow. give them a lot of credit for doing that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say something else about the show. Yeah. Uh, when Zoro was uh, introduced with the three swords, I was fully expecting them to like cheap out and like have him hold like two swords in one hand. And then he put the sword in his mouth. I was like, okay, nope, yeah. I'm in. We're good. The, the, the producers and the showrunner knew what they wanted. They wanted to adapt One yeah. Piece, and One Piece is inherently ridiculous. <laughs> it and, is dumb and silly, and it's One Piece. Yes, and I absolutely love it for that. And also, I just I found out, it kind of blew my mind, uh, Makenyu, who plays Zoro, he is the mm-hmm. son of Sonny Chiba. Really? Yes, yes. So fucking, fucking Sonny Chiba. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, wow. yeah. So he's uh he's probably honestly the biggest star um in the yeah. show. Yeah. Well, that and, you know, uh Ian What's the name? McShane? Well, Ian McShane, like I don't know how much he's you would the count narrator. that cameo. Yeah, but you know, he's yeah. he's in yeah. it. Yeah. Like it's it's a hell of a cameo and it's perfect for what it does. Right. But um like you know, I think just like biggest star uh who's on the show as a performer would definitely sure. be McKenyu. Um but I, I gotta say, like, they did an amazing job like casting the straw hats. Like these if if you took the manga panels and you showed me these people it'd be like, Oh yeah, no, that's Luffy, that's Nami, that's uh, so, Usopp. And something I heard about uh one of the actors that playing uh 
never remember this. What's name. the guy in the business suit? The business suit, the chef. Oh, uh, Sanji. Yeah, the guy who's playing that. Apparently, for doing this role, he learned both kickboxing, which became his uh, hobby. Like, he, he liked it so much, he it's now his hobby. And he learned to cook, and he ended up cooking for, like, all the cast on set multiple times. Oh, oh yeah, I, I've been following a lot of, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Apparently, they all have a group text, and Inyaki, who plays Monkey... Um, he leads the group text and he changes it and, get, and does random shit with the group text all the time, which is a very Monkey D. Luffy sort it, of thing to do. It is. Also, about him, I just want to say, I wasn't sure what to make of him until I watched the show, and he he stands like Monkey. Mm-hmm. He stands like Luffy. He oh, stands like him. He, he gets looks all the like power him. poses. Mm-hmm. Like when he does, you know, when he does his gum gum pistol and the, the arm comes back and he holds onto his bicep. Mm-hmm. Like they. No, he, he nails it. Yeah. There's he the really does. The attention to detail, man. I just, I really appreciate it. And then like the changes, I'm, I'm, I'm for the changes. Like is you know, the thing with an adaptation, um, I don't want a literal translation of something because I want the adaptation to embrace the medium that it's being adapted to. Now, I've got some thoughts on that with what I'm <laughs> talking about, but uh, no, I agree. Here's the thing. I actually kind of like this better than the anime and the manga so far. Mm. Yeah, and, that, and, and that, that might get me lynched. No, no, that, that's fair. But the, the thing is, like, my, my hope is that this becomes kind of the gateway to the the larger like manga and anime experience because right the the stuff in the live action didn't really hit me as hard as it did in the um like the anime for example and that's partially because like i knew what was coming Mm -hmm. but also the way that the anime um some of the story stuff ends up just hitting a little harder anyway because they don't have to do that eight episode compression of things Right. Um, yeah, some stuff got moved around. Like, the biggest change is how they introduced... Um, and, I, and I don't really have any issues with the changes. Like, I think it's an interesting idea that they moved up Garp's story into this first season. Because he doesn't really show up until, like, 300 chapters in. And Jesus his, Christ. Yeah, and you get, <laughs> his, you get his stuff. Like, yeah, I, I've read all 1,000-something chapters of the manga. And I've seen all 1,000-something <laughs> episodes of the anime. So I'm like... Between the three of us, I'm like the One Piece uh, authority. Yeah, no, I've seen like two episodes of the Four Kids adaptation, which was fucking awful. No, no, no. And I read, I I bought like four or five of the manga and read them. I was like, this is pretty good, but like, I don't have the money to keep doing this. Yeah, um, so, you know, I, I hope that like you'll be able to kind of explore it further, especially because the thing about One Piece and the reason I love it so much is the more you watch it, the more you get out of it. And it sounds kind of weird to frame it that way. It's like with any TV show, you would expect that. But with One Piece specifically, every little thing has some larger connection to the larger saga. So like in the in the first sure. episode of the live action, uh, I had mentioned, because we were talking about music, and you would mentioned that you hoped that they played We Are, and I confirmed that for you. Mm-hmm. But then I also mentioned they played Bink Saki which is an important song in the series because it is actually kind of hinting at how the series is going to conclude. It, it's mm-hmm. a thematic piece of the whole puzzle. Um, you know, and then, well, like, they, they set up the whole thing with, like, um, how Luffy um, gets his powers and everything like that. 
Yeah, with the gum gum. Right. Being uh, like over a thousand chapters in now, that fruit becomes even more important because um, I'm not going to spoil it, but what the information you're given in those early chapters isn't exactly the truth. Right. So so it's just all these little things building up um, and just seeing. And and the other thing is for people who uh, the the chief complaint I hear from people, maybe not a complaint, but the chief issue that I hear from people about starting something like one piece is it's like, well, there's too many episodes and it's a lot. I I totally understand. But you're lucky to get eight to ten episodes a season of a show. I'm sitting here watching and getting all the experience I want with these characters. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, don't force it, but like, you know, watch a couple episodes a day because they're like 20 minutes each. You know what I mean? It's it's right. doable and it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of depth mm-hmm. to it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm going to watch the rest of it. Just there's there's literally so much out right now yeah. that I've been trying to catch up on. Like I'm trying to catch back up on Man of Steel, not Man of Steel. My Adventures with Superman, oh, yeah. Lower Decks just started. Yeah, uh, Wheel of Time started. Uh, fucking One Piece came out, and this is all during the strike. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you guys are blowing your load. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it depresses me that, like, we're probably not going to get season two for, like, two years. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I, I just uh, popped open, because you said uh, my adventures with Superman, so I popped open Max, and I see a Fooly Cooly Grunge. Oh, there up. you go. Oh, God damn it, that too. Because <laughs> I want to check it out. I don't know how I feel about it, but I want to check that I mean, out it, as well. Well, it, it could uh, be I, decent. I mean... The animation looks a little iffy or ropey, but, you know. Sure. If you are interested in the anime, I'm going to make a suggestion. They've done some wonderful compilation films that kind of do a hour and 40 minute version of a saga. Um, Yeah. And you could watch like a bunch of the sagas that way um, to kind of get up to speed. Because you you really want to start getting to... um, Alabasta, which is like where the story, and, and it, it's crazy to say like, oh yeah, you have to get to like chapter ninety or whatever. <laughs> but like, God damn it! But no, like because the, the East Blues Saga is like the prologue to the actual adventure that begins right. when they get onto the Grand Line. Um, and like Alabasta, like when when I started One Piece, I was enjoying it, but it wasn't until Alabasta where I'm like, oh my god, this is incredible because like the scale just explodes and the, the shifting balances of power and everything like that and just it's very worldly too in that way that i really appreciate where it's like right something is happening in one corner of the globe that's going to have repercussions on what's going on here and you're just mm-hmm. waiting for that pin to drop and the fallout to explode yeah i don't remember how far i got but i watched dozens of episodes and just kind of fell I, off at one i watched Twos of episodes. No, I, I watched. I watched. A no, good I'm bit, talking about but, me. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I watched a good I bit. Just, but I, can I never, hated the edits. It's it's like ten ten plus years ago, so I don't know where. That's also true. Well, but it, I understand didn't like uh, didn't like Funimation take over doing One Piece and go back and do the origin the early yeah, stuff. Yeah, as well. they did do HD uh, reanimation of the um, the well, up. 
because um, the series switched to HD shortly after the Skypea arc, and then they went back and reanimated everything prior. Um, mm-hmm. If you are interested and you're willing to sail the high seas in more than one way, there Indeed. is a there is a project called One Pace, which is a editing project where they take these sagas and they edit them down um, to like more compressed forms. And even then, it's still like one saga is going to be four hours of content. Yeah. Was it? Can... Was there a lot of? Was there a lot of filler, aka Dragon Ball Z? Like, yeah. There always is. Well, yeah, I, and, and, and you never know. Like, you know, it depends on how much of the manga was like out when they started so, animating. So I don't know for so, sure. So yeah, I'm, with, with I'm o- looking at the website now. Yeah. So with Oda's workload, like that guy is a machine. But even then, yeah, with One Piece, they do occasional filler arcs that give him some room to like do his thing, and then they'll adapt it later. Because the other thing about One Piece that's different than a lot of anime. Mm-hmm. One piece isn't animated as a, as seasons. It's literally a weekly animated show, and they'll yeah, take it's... a few weeks off a year. Okay. Yeah, it, it's just been one continuous yeah. run since the beginning. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's... And, and that's and that's kind of like there's a lot of shonen that does that too. Mm-hmm. Like, technically, Ranma One Half doesn't have seasons. It, well, it has two seasons. It has the first like. The failed Six, one. And yeah, the, first 16 the episodes. Ongoing. And then, yeah, then after that, it's another, you know, 100, almost 20 episodes of just solid. Well, and here's the thing. I hope that you guys eventually kind of, like, get into it just because I want to hear your reactions to certain things. Right. Like, I well, I would love to see how you guys handle um, Marineford, which is one of my favorite arcs. Um, or, you know, Ennie's Lobby, which is, like, epic as hell, like... Uh, it, part part of the fun of being like a One Piece fan and trying to introduce people into it is it's a way for me to vicariously live through your experience. Like yeah. when a certain character is revealed or a certain backstory element is revealed, I get that kind. Of, I get my jollies from like right experience. No, I understand. I, I understand because there is there is an anime series that I I would like to make people watch because it's just because of what happens and it has. Kevin, I know you've watched some. I don't remember how far you got, but David, ever ever watched uh, Gurren Lagann? I watched uh, I some. I haven't watched I think it, I got but the, I know about it. I got to the bathhouse episode, I, I just, and yeah, we just I, never, I never finished. Here's the thing: like, <clears throat> I had very little access to anime. Like yeah. in the past, like five years, I've finally really had access to this library of content, and I'm, I'm doing it through Crunchyroll yeah. because that's super convenient for me. Um, yeah. So it's I've been playing a lot of catch up, you know. That's why I, I ended up watching um, the entirety of One Piece. Like I ended up watching like nine hundred something episodes in the span of six months. Yeah. So like, but yeah, like Gurren Lagann is one that I I do that, want to. So uh, that that I would like people to watch because there's stuff that happens in it that yeah. just like when I watched it just blew my mind. Well, well, tell you what, let let's let's. Let's make a promise to each other here. Mm-hmm. All right, you, is this a you, wedding? Yeah, you mm-hmm. you 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 get some uh, you you get a little bit of one pace going, like get like the first, I don't know, saga or two. Give that a try. I will give Gorin Lagan a try. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to just just to throw back on the uh, the Dragon Con thing on the way to the dealer lobby or the dealer building. 
Yeah. They had, Netflix had a giant oh, ice yeah. cream van handing mm-hmm. out like just tchotchke stuff of one piece and it was painted wood panel it was with wrapped, like, but yeah. Yeah, it was wrapped and they had like <clears throat> the top of it looked it, like the the ship. It had the, the goat. goat head. Oh yeah. Yeah. As a mast. Like so, that's cool. Yeah, it like, is cool. Netflix has done a great job promoting it and I'm 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 happy for them because like it's paid off for them. Like the reaction has been good and like because, like, I, I introduced my dad to One Piece. We watched a couple episodes of the anime. But I'm like, no, you should do the live action. And he, like, he fell in love with Monkey D. Luffy instantly. That's understood. Well, he's such a positive yeah. character in these early ones at any rate. You know, and I, I'm probably going to sound crazy saying this, but I honestly think that, like, 50 years down the line, culturally... We're going to be talking about One Piece in the same terms of like other literature. I really do think that because it's I'm, got I'm these. I'm not universal... going to tell you you're wrong. It, it's got universal. But we'll themes. see. It's I, I. It depends on how how the land. It depends on what the One Piece actually is. That's the big thing. Right. But I. I th- It'll be just... funny when. The... It'd be funny when the one piece was the friends you made along the way, yeah. which is kind of true <laughs> from what which I understand funny, about it. Uh, because Oda in like interviews has said, no, it is an actual physical thing. Right. Like, I have my theory of what it is. It's a fleshlight. But it's a tenga. <laughs> it's a fucking tenga in a cup. <laughs> no, like, because I have my theory. I could like easily do a little sideshow where I just well, talk about one piece shit, but I'm not going we'll, to. We'll but. do that eventually. Yeah. But yeah. But no, I, I, I do, um, I, I am in the middle of, like, finding some other anime to watch, because I just, I killed a bunch of those Isekai anime. Um, yeah. I'm taking a break on Gundam for a while. I was going to start Pat Labor, but, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think I'll try Gurren Lagann. Um, so okay. I'll move into that. So, so give, uh, cool. give one pace a try, and let me know what you think. Well, I found it real easy, so you should be able to find it, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and it's again, it's like they're a fan edit, but these are people who read the the manga, so they know like what to cut where, what filler to cut. Yeah, yeah. I that gotcha. being said, there are a couple filler arcs that are really good and that people should watch. Um, sure. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's um, it, it's this arc where the Straw Hats invade a um, marine facility. And it was created for the show, but it's excellent. It's one of my favorite arcs, actually. So Okay. Yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. Mike, do you want to go next, or should I go next? Um, let me see. So, uh, let me grab a deciding maker thing. Ah, you go next. I'll go last. Okay, great. First off, um, I'm going to be talking about The Wheel of Time Season 2. Uh, and Mike, apparently right now trending on Twitter is the hashtag Hopper is best boy. Oh, wow. You know, the wolf. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. Um, so anyway, the new series, uh, new season, sorry, is, uh, out. The first four are, and you know, I had a lot of problems with season one, Mike. You had a lot of problems with season yeah. one, correct? Yeah, so it started out all right. It ended abysmally. Just awful. Um, Fucking, it was COVID. It was Barney, uh, the guy that plays Matt, left. 
Yeah, um, there was also, I don't know, I think they, like David alluded to, you know, changes. I mean, I mm. understand changes are going to have to be made for when you're when you're swapping medium, when you're going to a new, going from print to, you know, live action or animate or live action. But I think they, the sometimes the writers felt, or producers or somebody felt they were a better writer than uh, Robert Jordan. And they, they changed kind of fundamental things that I really wish they hadn't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, it, it like, comes down like, to the showrunner, doesn't it? It really does. The, 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 show, Ray, the showrunner, or maybe he didn't have enough power to like stand up to certain producers. Yeah. Bezos. So. No, so from all I've heard, <laughs> I'm making a joke. All I've heard, mind. from what I've heard, Bezos liked the Wheel of Time. So I don't know if he was meddling. Maybe yeah. could have been the other way. It could have been, you know, after season one, yeah. he's like, "Look, you fuck sticks, leave him alone." See, yeah. see, yeah. From what I've heard with Bezos, he's like not super Hands involved on. with Prime in general. Right. Like he's like, no, we need a Lord of the oh, we, we need Lord of the Rings because we need a. Um, Game of Thrones killer, and that's about as yeah. the extent of what Bezos and, yeah. does. I also heard that, he did champion of getting the Wheel of Time rights too. So. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, but so, th- that's also part of that. We need a uh, Game, of, Game Thrones of Thrones killer. Yeah. yeah. So here's the deal about season two. I'm four episodes in. And I've watched them by myself because Mike just hasn't. We haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it together like we did last year. Yeah. So the thing is, there are a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. After season one, there had to be because they fucked up so much doing what they <laughs> yeah. did in season one. But does does it feel like a course correction? It does because number one, the characters feel more like the characters. Oh, that's good. There is one moment with Matt where Matt suddenly and this new guy playing Matt is actually better than Barney was. Oh, that's good because he was like the second. He was the runner up, and I think. I'm really happy he's on here because he just does this one thing. There's no dialogue. It's just something he does. And I'm like, great, Matt's here. So, so was, was this, uh, what kind of, I know it wasn't exactly a part from the book, but like what, what would, if, if it was in a, if this part you're talking about was in a book, would it be in book two? Or three? Uh, three, okay. because it's it's after, it would have been after the healing. He's in the tower. Okay, good. Okay, it's in the tower, it involves Leandrin, and it's fucking Matt Bloody Cawthon. Yeah. And I was so goddamn happy to see it. Perrin feels more like Perrin. Uh, Rand, uh, sometimes he feels like Rand, sometimes he doesn't. Um... Yeah. A lot of interesting changes with, like, Moraine. Uh, so, sorry. If I can interject real quick. Yes, um, absolutely. So, so you, you've watched the first it, season, and it clearly goes to a different route, but you're feeling the second season a little more. I, so do you consider this just, like, an alternate universe version? And that's Well, that's... Here's, here's how I'm looking at it. Um, the Wheel of Time turns. Age is so, coming back. This is kind of like the next go round so, for this yeah, age. So, okay. so when the first season came out, um, like Brandon Sanderson, who uh, finished the Wheel of Time after Robert Jordan's death, said you should look at it as another turning of the wheel because that's one of the themes in the Wheel of Time is that everything's cyclical. And you know, ages you come get and a pass, and then come back again. Yeah. So well, he. So there's that, but. 
I, so yeah, but I, it, it also, it's You're, like, well, these, these eight, if it's, you know, another turning, it's not, I, not a good turn. I understand. Okay. Here's the thing. And I said this before, and this is my opinion, Mike, you're probably, you may watch it and be like, this sucks. Yeah. I feel like even with the changes and there, trust me, there have been like two things that happened so far in the season that pissed me right the fuck off. Yeah. But it's better television for goddamn sure. Okay. It's oh, a yeah. better TV show than it was last time. Well, that's, you know, a, a, that's something it has to be, I guess. Yes, you it know? is. It is a if it was, very watchable TV like, show. Like I, like, I don't want to, don't get me wrong, I don't want it to be slavishly faithful to the books to the detriment of being entertaining. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying, but there are choices I think were equal that would have equally been valid mm-hmm. if you know shown as in the book. Yeah. Well, uh, episode like, five apparently has an, a certain Aiel in a cage. Yeah. Ooh, but okay. a different Aiel. Like like uh, so so David you know has no I don't you know he has you, have, yeah. have you watched season one? I I have zero knowledge of the wheel of time okay. beyond what you okay. gentlemen have mentioned. So so. One of the things that like really, and I don't think they haven't changed it as far as I know in season two, but it's still kind of indicative of like why a change that didn't really, I think need to be made. So in the universe, there's uh magic users, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are, there's a nation that, uh, controls magic users by like collaring them in the book they're collared collars yeah they have collars on and the person that's controlling them has a bracelet that's Mm -hmm. linked by a a metal rope basically it's described as yeah um in the very last scene of the last episode they showed these people arriving and while the magic the the collared magic users still had collars they were they had these, these, yeah, they look, they're just these gold plates over their mouths inexplicably. Like I understand like in the books, the, these collared magic users are like super oppressed. They're, you know, they're slaves. I I know what they're doing. I get what they're doing. I don't necessarily like what they're they're, doing, but they're doing it. So I think, I think, you know, there would have been more showing about what, I mean, maybe it was visual shorthand for, but in the books, they, you know, showed them, you know, if they spoke out, they were like, you know, punished for it. And so they were trained to not speak. Whereas in this, they're just literally physically gagged. Yeah. Well, it's, d- does it achieve the same result, though? Like that? Nah, nah. Uh, so think, here's the thing. We don't know that until certain so, things okay. from the book happen yeah. in the show. Because because uh, a main character ends up collared like that, and you you know you learn all that through this. Yeah. And it it's very in the book. It's very like kind of horrific because you know they're basically dehumanized. De- yeah, they're dehumanized. Yeah, they're, they're treated like animals. And yeah. they and the the character is you know just goes through hell with this and. It, you know, being it warps her for the rest of the series. And being, actually, being trained to not, you know, speak was, I think, a lot more viscerally, you know, intense than you know. Oh, she gets captured. Look, if I, I'm, you know, kind of extrapolating, but in the series, if they're going to do that, she's going to get captured. They're going to slap a gag on her, and well, she just can't talk. Mm. Whereas, as opposed to, you know, 
And, and maybe they did that to shorten that part. Maybe they don't want to show all that. And it, I can see how that can be a little, it can be, you know, not comfortable, but it's not supposed to be comfortable. Right. Yeah. But you know, overall, my point is, yeah, I've really enjoyed watching this. Yeah. And, 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 Four I, episodes in, I've got some complaints, but overall, it's me being a nitpicky uh, fan of the books. But overall, I'm enjoying the hell out I of will, it. I will give it a try. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, David, you can if you can suffer through season one, I highly recommend season and like two. Like I said, I, I don't have a connection to it, so like yeah. I, so you know, that would I'm, be. I'm just assuming it's bad because you're telling me it's bad. Well, that, season one is just that would even, also even outside of being a fan of the show, uh, the end of the season was just badly written. I, I don't I, know I, because but, like everybody was making complaints about Rings of Power, and I'm like, no, that was fun. So I, I that, it, like so. Kevin, I was saying that trying to say that you know it would be interesting to see david's un yes less or less like we're trying to bias him but i don't want to but yeah i want to see what you think yeah see what he thinks i mean that's you know but was it 10 episodes 10 hours of television that's kind of you know a commitment but well is it more than a commitment than like one piece (laughs) no it's literally eight episodes a season but i i like i said and like i said i enjoyed the beginning like there were i had problems like there were some there was an introduced character that, you know, was bad. Not bad, but the reasoning for introducing the character was bad. Okay. And there's some things that were changed that have repercussions down the line. But Mike, are you talking about Valda? No, uh, what, the introduced character? Yeah. The introduced character was a uh, uh, parent's wife. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. I won't, I won't, like, spoil anything there, but I'll just say that I was not a fan of that character. Well, I, I think I'll give it a try, and I think I'll try to rope Holly into watching with me because we, we like to watch shows together. And right now, we're kind of like losing stuff to watch because yeah. uh, we have only murders in the building right now, and we have lower decks, and that's kind of it on our schedule at the moment. I will yeah. say you're probably gonna love Rosamund Pike. I actually really like her. Yes. Yeah, no. I mean, like like I said, it didn't start terribly. But, and I feel like this, and, and but also the COVID, there, there was COVID problems during yeah. production, which like, impacted the ending of the, the season. The first few episodes actually kind of almost feel like an apology for last season at the end. I, I can see that. Like, it's it's so good right now, okay. even with the changes. I'll I'll give it a try. So anything hmm. else? Um. Yeah, uh, again, they, there's some characters that should have been introduced last season that are being introduced these this season, and it still works. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a character named Elias Machera that's been introduced. That, that's how you say that. Uh, I, yes. I, Elias is uh, really important to, the, to Perrin's character, and uh, it involves wolves, and... They've introduced the best wolf character already, and I loved how they introduced it. It is actually, I don't know, I like it. I really like the way they did it. It's its different from the way Perrin reacted to it's, it in the books. I it, that, that, that is definitely something that should have been in the first season. But, I, you know. I agree, but they're making up for it. Yeah. So, it's cool. I like it. Yay. So, that's, that's all I got for that. Okay. So, do we want to take a quick break before we go into Mike? Sounds like we're climb, climb into him, huh? Yep, we're gonna climb into you, Mike, like a like a meat mech, Mike like the a mech. tauntaun, <laughs> like a meat mech, <laughs> a skin armor suit.
a man Gundam. And you, you, and you thought I smelled bad on the outside. I never said that. But we're gonna find out. <laughs> you, you, you want to do the, you want to do the outro there, Mike? What outro? You know, we'll be right back. I thought we just did the outro. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, David, you know what makes our show great? What's that, Kevin? No ads. You know what would make it better? What's that, Kevin? Ads. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, we do ads for independent creators at reasonable rates? How reasonable? Overly. How about $2 per episode pre-roll? That is almost too reasonable. Might as well go for it. Let's send everyone to the contact page for Supernatural Selection. SupernaturalSelectionPod.com slash contact? Exactly. Just have them scroll down to the Advertise With Us section for more information. That sounds great. Now let's record the ad. Kevin? Yes, David? We just did. So we're back from Kevin sucking off a rhinoceros. Oh, oh God, so salty. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm not even going there. Um, so now it's my turn. What you got, Mike? What do I have indeed? Well, I thought... What's in the box? I had originally thought I'm just, I was just going to snipe you two and talk about Starfield. But I figured next episode we will uh, we'll just do a... Uh, Starfield like the first, the, yeah, yeah, the first half can just be nothing but Starfield. We'll just talk about Starfield. Oops, for that. all Bethesda. Yeah. So um, <laughs> instead, I will talk about some things I've been watching lately. Not a lot. Like I haven't gone back to Ranma yet. Just kind of taking a break from that. I think I'm I'm on the home stretch. So I'm on. Yeah. Next episode's episode one thirty seven. So I think I only have like less in a than, row. Less than yes, less than thirty episodes. <laughs> to go of the the regular series and there's some you know OVAs and things like that mm-hmm. um uh started Lower Decks season 4 that's really good of course Lower Decks so first like episode Lower Decks. was really good second one I had trouble finishing but uh it was it was good from what I saw I haven't um, even started them yet so I they're, they're still good um just you know know that I won't get into specifics, but... I'll just say, if you're a Voyager fan... Oh, yeah. Episode one is Voyager. It is. It is some deep goddamn cuts. (laughs) I do appreciate that about that show. Oh, yeah. Because I've watched a lot of Star Trek in my time, but I've not watched all of Star Trek, but it's always nice when they do something and I recognize it. Oh, yeah. Even if it's just a background gag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... Like, in that episode, there were a couple of references. Like, I don't remember those episodes, but I do remember the Salamander episode. Oh, yeah. No, they totally uh, have reference to when Janeway and Paris turned into Salamanders, fucked, and Chakotay abandoned their children on a planet. (laughs) Oh, and I I do like, you know, Janeway did have some of the most questionable, like, decisions. And they they definitely call... Oh, she straight up murders people. Like, Jane, which is why Janeway is one of my favorite captains. Yeah, no, Janeway will not fuck around. <laughs> you fuck around, Janeway will like, make you find out. 
Like, I, I want in future series, if they're having trouble in alien negotiations, I want someone to threaten to bring in Admiral Janeway, <laughs> and the other side just folds. They're just okay, like, you know, okay, no, we're good. We're good. Whatever you want, we're good. We've had Picard. I think mm-hmm. Janeway deserves a show or a movie or something. She just, needs uh, to be on something at any rate, yeah, besides yeah. Prodigy. Yeah. Well, Prodigy was so much fun, and I'm so pissed I can't access it right now. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Them motherfuckers. Um, also, uh, been watching uh, Ahsoka. I've watched. Oh, the, shit. Uh, I completely forgot about Ahsoka. That's yeah. been pretty oh, good. Shit. First three episodes of Ahsoka. Really good. I mean, it's definitely been, it's been, you know, with uh, the Star Wars series, it's been hit or miss. And I tell you what, man. Ahsoka's definitely firing on many cylinders. Four's going to surprise you. I have to watch four. I, mm. That'll probably be tonight. Um, there you go. Uh, and it's just good to see, you know, the the Rebels characters in live action. Dave Filoni is probably, you know, beside himself. Still mad Zeb's not in there yet. Yeah, I mean, I am I would not be surprised if he showed up because they've already had him on screen at one point. I don't expect mm-hmm. him to be, like, in a whole episode or anything, sure. but... yeah. Um, Even just like a transmission. Just, I mean, come on. They had the, the, the Asian Ranger guy. Yeah. Yeah, Carson. Yeah. Carson Tava. Yeah, they had who, Carson. Who I really appreciate I, him. Like, I do, too. Him him popping up in all the Mandoverse stuff. <laughs> like, I, I'm always like, oh, yeah. my God, it's Carson. It's it's great because it's like one of those, like, glup shit moments in <laughs> fandom where, where it's like some hey, character. It's glup shit yeah, where nobody really cares about them, but then you've got the diehards who are like, oh, no, fuck yeah, that character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most recent character like that is, uh, oh, what's the little thing's name? Babu Frick? Yes. Mm, Babu Frick. Hey, hey! Yeah, everybody loves Babu <laughs> Frick. Uh, he's the only good thing to come out of those sequels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, come on, man. They ruined the characters in the last one. I'm not the biggest fan of uh, the third one, but I really do think that the second one is one of the I, best Star Wars movies. I, I love the second one. The first to, one was pretty good. The third one pisses me off so bad I just can't watch well, any of them. Well, well, the, well, the third one is just J.J. going, no, no, it's mine. Mine. I'm going to poop all over it. They should have just I, given it to Dave Filoni. That's I, I, all I'm I saying. I don't have a problem with Palpatine coming back because you I, know, my, my problem but, is somehow he came back. Yeah, my pro- well, in, And then the, they leave it to Filoni and Favreau to like pick up the pieces from there. Like it makes As sense. usual. Like, when, they, when they said he came back, I'm like, okay, I understand why. But the fact that they didn't fucking mention it, like how, yeah, that's well, what yeah. threw me. I want to point so, out that Dave Filoni is essentially in charge of basically solving those problems. He's been doing yeah. it since the goddamn prequels. Yeah, sorry, Mike. Cowboy hat. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that you know I didn't have a problem with that other than the the method of it because I could think of several ways that would be you know pretty interesting. Like one, there was never a body, so you know it could have been you know a charred lump of meat that they scooped up and threw in a back to tank and it just took you know ages 40 years ages to uh, reconstitute them um you know see my theory was who said that there there's been only one palpatine for like 60 years maybe maybe he had clones of himself way back when on naboo yeah well you know and here's the thing like palpatine coming back through cloning and like trying to insert like like try to insert himself into force sensitive clones 
that's consistent with Star Wars ever since yeah. it the is. expanded universe. Heir to the happened. Empire. So and there's yeah. no problem with that. The problem is the way in which they don't fucking set it up. Yeah, it's just like poof. Here he is. Hey, you know what the Somehow dumbest... Palpatine returned. Yeah, you know what the dumbest thing is? Space horses. I don't uh, think that, they're too bad. That was no. fucking dumb as hell. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's way worse than space no. whales. Why? Because space horses. So? They, they space have, whales. I, I, Look. Fuck that movie. The, the, the fact that they had... That was two, you know. That was... No, I'm talking about in the third one. They rode space horses is on the, any, They any, brought any them back and more, rode them on a spaceship. Is it any worse than Obi-Wan riding the lizard bird around? Yes. I only remember Space Horses from 2. I'm just remembering the uh, the racetrack in 3. In, I mean, I don't remember the Space Horses in 3. I just remember them from the racetrack They're just two. riding them all over the hull of a spaceship, man. I don't remember that. <laughs> That's they, how much I've blocked out of that I just movie. kept expecting ch- poor John Boyega to pull out of Marlboro. <laughs> no, that, that's someone they did dirty. Oh yeah, yeah. no, he. Yeah. I feel so goddamn bad for that man. Not, not they better fucking course just, correct with just, this new Ray trilogy. Yeah. They better give him his yeah. Jedi abilities. Not so, only what they did to the character Finn, but what they did to John Boyega. You know, in general, in general, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. yeah. But it's no. like double scummy. Yeah. Fucking Disney. I can't blame so, Disney as a whole. Disney doesn't care. Disney just wants it to make money. It's, you know, the producers themselves that are to blame there. I mean, Disney is to blame as far as oversight goes, but or lack thereof. But really, it comes down to the producers and directors at being culpable. Because, like I said, Disney, Disney not saying, sitting there going, you know, fucking, you know, screw Boyega out of all, you know, any kind of, you know, character development. They're yeah, just like, just Dis- Disney going, right. Disney's just like, make us some fucking money. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, maybe. Yeah. At no. the top of the shit pile of people to blame. Wipe my butt with her face. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, she's had more hits than misses though. That's the thing. Like Kathleen Kennedy has been with Lucasfilm for how long now? Like decades, so like I I don't like this kind of like fandom thing of like oh Kathleen Kennedy is the problem because well no she wasn't the fucking problem twenty years ago when they did the prequels, so no it, I uh, depends on how you I feel just, about the prequels. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, a fan like, of those either. Here's the thing, like the prequels grew well, on me. The prequels are the favorite Star Wars for a whole generation. You know what else grows on you? Yeah, a fungus. The same thing, well, the same well, thing's going to happen with the sequel trilogy. The sequel so, trilogy no, is going to be the favorite Star Wars trilogy. Oh, for somebody, but not for me. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, well, my but, point, you know, my yeah. point is, is I mean, she might not be like the instigator, but she's definitely the buck stops there kind of person. Like yeah. any and all decisions relegated to Star Wars are basically hers to own. That's what's part. That's what being the a leader and a boss is about. Is you, yeah. you have to take responsibility for both the successes and failures. Yeah, do do your but, Starfleet duty. But really, like the only failure that I feel like I've experienced with this new Star Wars is that third movie. Like all the Mandover stuff, I've been having fun with the first two sequel trilogy movies. I had fun with hell. That second one is among my favorite Star Wars movies. I so again, you know like, a lot I'm of not... people really bitch about the Luke Skywalker stuff in that, but I find that to be my favorite part. It makes sense for Luke. I, like, it, it, it makes sense for him. 
I just, I, I get a lot of people not liking him being just kind of like, I failed, so I'm just going to drink blue milk for the rest of my days. Straight from the teat. Yeah. Straight from the teat. I mean, that's that's kind of like, you know, it, it it's, it's definitely a character no. disservice. No, you want to talk about character disservice. Everything that's happened to Finn since the first movie has been a disservice. Uh, he had the most useless storyline in the second movie, and then the third movie was just hot garbage for him. You know who's cool is Poe Dameron. My favorite character. Could have been. Could have been. Didn't like him in that last one. Yeah, the last... Again, that's why... And also, didn't like him in the... Actually, my problem with him in the second one is he was acting like a dumbass, but also... All they had to do was tell them what the fuck they were doing. Mm. And then, hey, maybe he wouldn't have tried a fucking mutiny. Yeah. Well. Again, I feel like there was so much potential after that first one, and it just didn't... A lot of that potential didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least we got the Mandoverse. Yeah, no. And, I agree. And, I agree. And, you know, moving on to the shows, back to the shows, I guess... Mm-hmm. There were all the, I've not had objective problems as I you know, did with the sequel trilogy. They're Boba Fett and uh, Obi-Wan were both incredibly boring. Yeah, here's the th- I'm, I agree with you, but the thing about Obi-Wan, hmm. I forget it came out. <laughs> oh, it's easy to forget. I completely not. forget it actually came out until someone talked about it and I was like oh shit that happened and I think the prob- they are the weaker ones yeah I think the problem with Obi-Wan is kind of you know where it's going to end up mm-hmm. like the yeah. they, they really should have made the crux I mean they should have made the uh, main conflict of Obi-Wan something you didn't know about already making it about the kids just makes it you just know where it's going to yeah. end now I will applaud them for giving us Liam Neeson at the end I mm. adored seeing Liam Neeson at the end yeah. of the show. Um, and Boba Fett, the problem with Boba Fett is uh, the Boba Fett series I wanted already happened, and it was called yeah. The Fucking Mandalorian. Yeah, going back and doing Boba Fett after Mandalorian, it's kind of like, why? It's well, you know, And, and the, the Boba Fett that they went with was kind of a half measure because he's supposed to be a crime lord, but he's playing Robin Hood, which yeah. like, I... Like, pick a lane, you know what I mean? If yeah, you're going to yeah. do Boba Fett, make him a crime lord or make him Robin Hood. I don't care. Either one works for him. But, but it's got to be one of them. Both. Yeah. yeah. Trying to do both is the problem. You can't ride two horses. Said, like, even though Obi-Wan and Boba Fett were, like, the weaker of the live-action, uh, like, TV shows, like, I still had fun. There was still stuff, and I'm like, oh, no, this is cool. I mean, there were parts, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I'm not as critical as I used to be. I, I guess I don't have time for it anymore. That's one thing I've noticed about myself where, like, it takes a lot for me to, like, be angry about something or to, to be annoyed. I think my mental health is affecting my opinion on some things, and we'll see how I feel after this upcoming appointment, but, like, Star Wars mm. really still gets me mad. It, yeah. Not nearly as mad as I get about what I've been hearing about that new Indiana Jones movie, which I haven't <laughs> seen yet. But like, oh man, I had fun with that one. Well, the I don't know. Somebody I know that saw it said it it does the most unforgivable thing with an Indiana Jones movie. It made me bored. 
And that's mm-hmm. that's you know that that I haven't heard a lot good about it. I mean, I had fun with it. So. Well, that's but good. Again, I, we've established I'm not super critical anymore. Yes, so, yes, I, very true. I can't say I, I spend so much time criticizing the work that I do that I just cannot put that into anyone else's work right now. So, my thing is, is that I I, mean, I don't think I've gotten more or less critical, but I definitely resent when a show wastes my time because you know i only have i realize i only have so much time to consume anything what any you type only have of media. so much time left well that too but i mean just in a day <laughs> in a day i can watch like maybe three hours of something maybe if i'm lucky mm. and yeah. so you know i if if i watch something and it's just boring i it, it's wasted my time now, do right. you push yourself to watch it, or do you just turn it off? Because if I don't like, if I'm not enjoying something, I'll just turn it off. Uh, that's that's kind of the problem. Is if you know, I can't say I'm a completionist, but there are things like like I kept watching Obi Wan just to see. Well, does it get better? Like, did it does it redeem itself? Does it have like something going on there? And by the end of it, it's like I kind of wish I had stopped, but. Mm. Yeah, I kind of did the same. It, here's the thing. I did that with the Star Wars stuff because I was, like, really wanting to like some of it. And, like, like Mike said, Obi-Wan and... Uh, well, Obi-Wan, actually, the problem is that's more of a... For me, that's more of a uh, hindsight yeah. thing in that I kept forgetting it came out because it left so little of an impression on me. But mm. Boba Fett just made me mad. It didn't make me mad. Just, you know... I mean, it, when I watched the last episode and it was panning out him and his biker friends, I was just like, oh, go fuck yourself. Eh. I didn't have that reaction. I was just, like I said, it was just kind of like, eh. Like, my, my, my chief complaint with Boba Fett is it became the Mandalorian halfway through. It did. Well, so. <laughs> you know, the bad thing is those were the best episodes. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they definitely <laughs> just hijacked that show for two episodes. <laughs> It's like Mandalorian season was yeah. at two point five, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, it always leads me to think about that idea of like, what if I were making this stuff? Like, if I could go back and make those Wait changes, what would I do? How would I structure things? And it, it's fun to think about that sort of stuff. So that's another reason why, even if I yeah. don't like something, it gets me to think about storytelling in a way. Because so, again, that's something that you and I do, Kevin. We, yes, we. Yeah, so we were always kind of looking for those thought exercises. Yeah. So I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. The reason they had those episodes take place, or that bits of Mandalorian take place outside of the Mandalorian, is because Din Djarin's not the Mandalorian. Grogu is. Yeah, that's one of those theories out there. <laughs> it's either Grogu, oh, well, you know... Because those were saying... the episodes while he was with Luke. Yeah. I did not yeah, realize that was a fan theory. I yeah. just kind of like had that thought on in my head just now. Maybe oh, no, I read. No. It. I mean, like you're looking at the the way the show is setting things up. You're like, no, no, that makes sense because again, he's been adopted by this Mandalorian. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like you're you're following the natural thought process, which makes sense. But yeah, it's, a lot of people believe that it's is going to end with like Grogu as the Mandalorian. Like this, we're we're getting his background. We're getting his saga. In the the tales, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I like it. I like the idea of Grogu okay. being like the one to unite the Mandalorian and Jedi in the future. Not not a uh, Sabine. Uh, I mean, <laughs> everybody has their role to play. Yeah, I don't like, know what I, they're going to do with Sabine. Grogu looks a little more iconic. Yeah, to me, like mm-hmm. to 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 kind of serve that role because he's an unassuming. He's an unassuming little guy. Even when it's, he's grown up, so, he's going to be kind of small, and it's you know it's going to be it's playing with those expectations of Yoda, like great mm-hmm. things in small packages. And it's also kind of like the they're like two you know, um, opposite ends with Grogu. You have, you know, someone who I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't really a Jedi yet, but he was on the path to being a Jedi and became, yeah. and is now becoming a Mandalorian, both with Sabine. She was a Mandalorian, but now she's on the path to trying to be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I, the thing is, I'm also really curious how like Grogu and, uh, Ray, are going to connect because I think there's some interesting stuff that can happen there. And I'm just, I'm curious to see where that goes. Hmm. Cause I, I do like Ray. I do like yeah. Ray as a character. Sure. I no, think, uh, I, I agree. Daisy is, she I think Daisy is fantastic. I, she yeah. has like the good look for a Jedi too. Yeah. I think I don't, never had a problem with any of the characters, just what they did with them. Yeah. In, it's, uh, I love this sequels. action figure. I hate the way you play with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Cool. Hmm. Um. Other than that, uh, I haven't really watched much else. Um. That I can think. Anybody of do any reading recently? I'm still working on my reread of the Wheel of Time. I'm on book six, The Lord mm. of Chaos. And yeah, when we uh, talk about movies and video games, I'm like, yeah. does anyone read a book anymore? I, I am yes, in the process of reading. reading. Yes. I have a couple yeah. of books to read. I've just every time I. I don't know. I just don't read fiction no. much lately. Mm. If anyone out there reads A Wheel of to... Time, though, the book I'm reading right now has my favorite moment of "I'm the Rand in the box." So I, I can't call that my favorite moment. That no, was it's kind not of... favorite moment, but I my favorite joke about that moment. No. So, um, but yeah, all I, all I did recently was uh, I read some Edgar Allan Poe stories because I'm I'm a I'm a Poe whore. I love Edgar Allan Poe. You like, Poe bastard. I, yeah, I'm 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 goth in my heart. So like, yeah, I I did Casca the Amontillado. Um, let's see, uh, I did Mask of the Red Death. I'm in the middle of reading the One Thousand and One or One Thousand and Two Tales of Shazarazad. Mm. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of just working my way through the Poe anthology. Oh. Um, and so, oh yeah, in reading. I used to read a lot, like in high school mm-hmm. and everything. I think the internet and ready access to the internet has basically... Because I still read. I just read, you know, like yeah. forum stuff and like, you know, news articles. And I, you know, I, I guess I only have a certain amount of bandwidth for reading. And yeah. it's mostly taken up with not fiction. My, my, my master's degree and um, like teaching has kind of killed reading for me in a lot. Like I did not read for pleasure for like a year. <laughs> Oh, I bet. So, yeah, so, like, uh, and, and I mean, I'm reading every week because I'm reading papers and, and doing research and stuff, but, like, being able to, like, sit down and, like, read something is something I'm trying to get back into. Yeah. It's tough. It's a struggle, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can... 
The, the, well, here's the thing. The other stuff I'm reading is shit I do not recommend anyone read ever <laughs> for Supernatural Selection. I'm currently reading a book about secret under the secret underground Dulce base that somehow implies that the Nazis exist by the Jews creating them. So you do the math. It's it's goddamn rough. It also says Exxon is responsible for the Illuminati. So, uh, yeah, don't don't fucking read it. Don't 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 read what I read. Let me do it and then tell you about it. Wow. Um. So there is one other thing I just remembered about Dragon Con that I was super surprised at. So in the dealer hall, we're going around, and uh, there was a booth that you know mostly it had like a bunch of waifus like you know little anime statue figure things Mm -hmm. um but they also had like role-playing books which kevin fucked off to and started looking through that does remind me real quick i did find sorry you go ahead i'll tell this afterwards and uh but they had a gun gundam section well the model section but mostly gundams but also other brands of you know models that are like that and one of the things i saw at the top it was like this beacon. Like, I didn't buy it. I kind of, I'm kicking myself glowing. for not buying it, but it was $110. But it was a model of something I hadn't thought of in years. Well, I thought about it, but it hasn't we really. Made, we make jokes about it because it's bad. It was a, it was Gunhead. It was a movie from the, I think it was 89 was when the movie came out. And it was a kind of like, East and West co-production because like half the movie was in English and half in Japanese. Like the the English, the white, you know, the honkies, the honkies spoke English, and the Asian people spoke Japanese. And you know, depending on where you got the movie, part half of it would be subtitled. But it was a I don't remember anything about this movie other than it had a giant awesome mech called Gunhead, a live action mech, live action mech was like you know practical effects and well, you know not pra- not cg obviously for the time yeah um so yeah that would be practical effects i guess um hmm. and the other thing i remember about this movie is the uh the thing they were looking for is the pre- power source the power yeah. source um i mean i mean i guess it doesn't because uh Gundam did had that before they had gundanium but uh they had texmexium <laughs> was the thing they were looking their MacGuffin yeah, they were looking it's for delicious um, but there was this model there and I was like holy crap I, one I never knew they made a model of Gunhead two this is a fairly recent model so there's some kind of like fandom in Japan for it and three how much do I need this in my life to buy $110 <laughs> worth of model obviously it wasn't enough but it was still like flip my shit to see this that's awesome. Like, yeah. you know, I would expect it. I've never seen anything bubblegum crisis related at Dragon Con before. And I would expect to see that before I saw Gunhead. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Because when Mike showed me, I was like, holy fucking shit, it's Gunhead. Part of me wishes <laughs> I had bought it. But, you know, I already have enough models to build. And, you know, it, it's Gunhead. But I'm, yeah. Yeah, I have to find that movie because... It, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not streaming anywhere. Oh, no one in their right mind would pick up the streaming <laughs> rights for that. 
Um, Who was it? Manga Manga Entertainment. Yeah, it, was, it was like a co-production with like Manga Entertainment and. Uh, you remember Manga Man? A uh, a Japanese production company, I believe. Yeah. So speaking of me fucking off to the RPG books. Yeah. Uh, I did find. They had a lot of vintage RPG books, but there's only one I got from Chaosium. It's Call of Cthulhu, 1920s, <laughs> Tales of the Miskatonic Valley. It's a bunch of uh, creepy-ass, uh, you know, scenarios to run. And I can adapt them to modern and 7th edition pretty easy. And there's a giant hmm. unfolding map of Lovecraft Country. Ooh. That I have just unfolded. It's got like Islesbury and Kingsport and everything on it. This is great. I'm so goddamn happy I got this. That's cool. I like that for you. Oh god, I just so one. I found out why I can't can never find Gunhead information because I spelling it. Yeah, it's H E D G U N. I thought H-E-D. you knew that. No, well, yeah, it's Gunhead. Um, I think I always searched for the correct spelling. Um. It, there, there were there were a couple of video games Good based on Gunhead Blazing Lasers for the PC <laughs> engine, Blazing Lasers and Gunhead: The New Battle for the Famicom. Uh, let's see here. Anyone known in here? No, all. No one I recognize. No names I recognize. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. I'll, I'll have to look up Gunhead and see if I can find. Okay. So, do we want to go to the game? I guess we oh. will. What? Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, I was going to say, how about we do birthdays first? And oh, yes, right. Birthdays. I always forget the birthdays, man. Sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like doing them because it's cool. Like, yeah, no, it's fun. Get a couple little, like, hey, member berries. Yeah. I remember. Right. So, this is for uh, September 10th. Uh, Guy Ritchie. Really? The director. Yeah, it's his birthday today. Um, now, Guy Ritchie, he's the one, he did the uh, Sherlock Holmes movies with... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny, I actually I actually yeah. like those, despite the fact that they're so not Sherlock Holmes. He talked about... I would uh, love a third one, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, I love him talking about... Oh, I used to read them and listen to radio versions in in uh, in school, and this is like exactly how I remember it, and I'm like, you got a weird goddamn memory of Sherlock Holmes, my friend. Yeah, yeah Guy Ritchie's a little hit or miss for me, but like, yeah. I do like his Sherlock Holmes movies. Yeah, because I read those books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't remember none of that shit. Uh, also today, Colin Firth. Who is that? Who, oh, um, oh. Mr. Darcy, or, or you might know him from uh, the Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Oh! Colin Firth, good actor, good actor. Yes. Um, like the traditional British, like handsome heartthrob who does a lot of. Oh yeah, no, he's stuff. great. Yeah, uh, Ryan Philippe was born today. Who is that? Um, uh, I know him from I know what you did last summer in Cruel Intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, like his, it, like the the late nineties horror thing. He was one of those right. teens. Um, so yeah, like Ryan Philippe, he was also in the MacGruber stuff for Saturday Night Live with. Um, is it Philippe or Felipe? I think it's Philippe. Okay, well, I recognize him from the poster of I Know What You Did Last Summer, so... Mm-hmm. We're go- oh, he's in uh, Studio 54, or he's in 54, sorry. Yeah. 
Um, Sarah Levy, uh, the daughter of Eugene Levy. I know her from Schitt's Creek, which is a great show that I want to talk about at some point. Eugene Levy's one of my heroes, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we also have Chris Columbus, the, uh, producer and director. Oh, wow. Not the guy that, uh, supposedly discovered America. No, not the, not the historical (laughs) dick bag. (laughs) Now, didn't Um, Christopher Columbus pass away? Um, yeah, like in no, you know. Shut up. <laughs> no, let me let me let me take a look. Like I think he's still around. Uh, I don't see a. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's still here. Okay, good, 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 yeah, good. Yeah, he was good, only good. born in '58, so I think he's gonna be okay. Good, um, perfect. Yeah, so I mean that's about it. There aren't too many birthdays um, worth mentioning here. Like happy birthday to everybody on the list that I'm seeing, but like, no, I just figure I'd drop a few names that we know. Mm-hmm. should yeah. know but anyway um so yeah let, let's play a game i think we decide on would you rather sure that sounds good okay okay so i'm going to be the host for this one okay i'm gonna give you each uh i'm, I'm gonna give you two two options and you're gonna get three questions to ask about your options once all three of you have once you've asked all three of your questions then you will have to decide what you would rather do okay make sense as clear as mud, but let's go. Yep. Let's okay, go okay. with it. All right. So would you rather mm-hmm. one have to restart your day whenever you mispronounce a word or two piss hot sauce? Oh, one, yeah. one for sure. Because the number of times I mispronounce something in front of a customer, I would gladly restart my entire well, day to take well, it back. <laughs> Well, 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 here's the thing. Like, you, you should ask questions because okay. it might be a little spin Okay, these, okay. So. Here's, I, I can't think of any question that would make the pissing uh, okay. hot sauce better. Do you feel it? it? Does it burn when you piss it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't burn. Really? Okay, that changes things. <laughs> um, um, does, does, okay, does, so Kevin, that's you. That's your question. Does, right. does, pissing, Mike, do you have a question? does pissing hot sauce, uh, does it smell a lot? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> that's tough now because alright you still got two questions each um got another question Kevin when restarting my day can I change anything leading up to the mispronunciation or does it just play out verbatim up it to plays the out, mispronunciation it plays out the exact same way except you get out of a different side of the bed Fuck. Okay, maybe I'm gonna does, go with the hot sauce does, at this point. In the in the, the redoing the day, do I have knowledge of what was going on, even if I can't action upon it? Yes, and you are always doomed to not be able to change things. So you're basically just trapped, Ooh, riding around in the back of your own head, screaming until you can finally oh, wow. say, "It's that, it's not goodbye, it's goodbye." That's you fucking well, it's also it's also hell because you know. <laughs> You're sitting there going, there's it, it, there's other faux pas and shit you did that weren't mispronunciations of words. Like, oh, I should have done that, but now I can't do shit. Okay, about it. I'm, I'm going to go with the hot sauce now because that's much less of a hell. It gives so, me so the excuse it, of someone saying, hey, you want some hot sauce? And I get to pull my dick out. Yeah, it, that's, that's my third question because, you, Kevin, you skipped your third question. I thought we only had two. No, you, you, you have three total. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, am I going to get in trouble for whipping my dick out to add hot sauce to things? <laughs> uh, depends on the person, but generally in public, yes. God damn it. Yes, standard dick rules apply. Is Fuck. 
before you ask that, you should ask this question, Kevin. Is the hot sauce I piss safe to drink or safe to consume? It is, in fact, delicious and your favorite hot sauce. Damn. Okay, going with hot sauce. Wow, I'm going to be drinking a lot of hot sauce, Pete. All right, so I'm closing the floor to questions. So, uh, Kevin, your final verdict is pissing hot sauce. Pissing (laughs) Pissing hot sauce all the way, baby. Okay, how about you, Mike? I, I guess because I mispronounce words so often, I would be just living this. I would it would be just Groundhog Day. I'd be going for twenty oh. years, reliving the same day. I would have, <laughs> I would go functionally in or unfunctionally insane. Like by the time I got past that past one day of doing that, I would be in a gibbering pile when I woke up the next morning. Yep. Well. The- the thing I didn't tell you about either choice. So, Kevin, you went with pissing hot sauce. The unfortunate yes. part is every day the FDA has to inspect your penis. Hey, that sounds like a bonus that to me. That does sound like a bonus. <laughs> okay, well, I guess you win then. Yeah, damn right. And then, uh, Mike, hmm. uh, you you relive the day up to five times. Well, I, I still chose pissing hot sauce. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. We All both right, went yeah. pissing hot yeah. sauce. So we're both hot. Uh, you're both hot sauce pissers. Okay? Yes. Yep. What, what sort of hot sauce would you piss? Mm, I don't really know. I mean, you don't use much hot sauce. So. I know. I mean, I can't. It wouldn't be super spicy. I know that. It'd be it'd be good enough to use. But like, what's that stuff with the red dot on it in the smaller bottle? The red dot. Yeah, you know, it's some kind of hot sauce. Tabasco? I guess it'd be Tabasco. I've used Tabasco. I, I, no, neither of you asked like how your, your partner would feel about this. Well, because in, in my case, my hand doesn't care what kind of hot sauce it is. In I Kevin's mean, case. I, okay, no offense, but in, in, in no partner have I had that I've had, have I ever just pissed in them. <laughs> so I don't well, think it's going to be a problem, and they've got wipes. No. How are you going to explain your underwear? It's going to look like you're bleeding out of your dick hole all the time. What? No, it's like, what's, what's all this red on your on your underwear? I eat a lot of wings look, in my underwear. The, the biggest concern I have is that, you know, when you go inevitably go to the doctor and have to give a urine sample, they're just going to not no, believe you. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Okay, I need a urine sample. Okay, you're going to need to stay in the room for this one. I know how that sounds, but you need to, to see watch. this. There's no situation you're giving me where I'm changing my mind. Your, your doctor brings out a couple of tacos. Do you mind? <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I man, was, I got I, nothing else going on. I was about to uh, <laughs> drink some water when you said that. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but you, you didn't. So we didn't get to my favorite hot sauce, which I'm. Uh, so I guess if it's, you know, normal, traditional hot sauce, it's going to be uh, a sriracha because I do use yeah, a lot of sriracha. Yeah, you do. You know who makes a good sriracha, actually, is Tabasco. Uh, Tabasco does a pretty good sriracha. So, huh. so for my money, you can't beat the traditional cock sauce. Mm-hmm. And, okay, <laughs> like, like, you need it just for that. Um, it's you know, cock the, sauce coming from your The one with the green cock. top and the rooster I, on the bottle. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. so there has been a sriracha shortage as of, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. in the meantime, I couldn't find that one. I bought some uh, Texas Pete sriracha. It was it was decent. 
yeah. Okay, David. Um, but try, if, try try the Tabasco Sriracha. You'd be surprised. I, I don't think I've seen it, so I'd be Yeah, I don't know that it. we have it here. I mean, we, we were close to Louisiana, so we should theoretically have it. I just haven't yeah. noticed it, I guess I should say. Well, David. Um, well, hold on. Sorry. I was going to also say, if I could go with a non-traditional hot sauce, I do mm-hmm. like the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Asian Zing, which is you know not oh, really a hot interesting. sauce, but it is good. I yeah, like a little know. mango habanero. Uh, I've never had it. I just I, I found Asian Zing. It's like I found that's my jam. There you go. Well, let me ask you, David. What kind of hot sauce would you piss? <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I think like a good old like uh, like this the 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 verde Tabasco. Like I love like the 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 green Tabasco. Mm. It's got that like nice oh. kind of jalapeno flavor to it. Okay. Going yeah. for your non-traditional, yeah. Like no, I mean, like uh, I have, I I could answer that I have a collection of Rick and Morty hot sauces that I got <laughs> oh, on a God. discount. Yeah, that so was it's like okay, I, I can swap between them every couple. I of days, bet it I was guess. on a discount. Yeah, no, like you know, I like going to like bargain markets, and they had like those gift sets. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, here's a hot sauce gift set. And this happened to have Rick and Morty, so I'm working my way through them. You're not gonna like. Stand and yell in the middle of a McDonald's that you want your Rick and Morty sauce. You know what my favorite wa- uh, hot sauce is, though, but I wouldn't want to piss it, is uh, mm. just because of the name, I love the hot sauce you get at Waffle Houses. It's called Casa de Waffle. <laughs> and we used to jokingly refer to, to Waffle Houses as Casa de Waffleros, and... Uh, they came out with a hot sauce called Casa de Waffle, and Austin stole me a bottle one time. Hell yeah. I used it. Austin would also steal, like, ashtrays from Waffle Houses. Motherfucker, you and him... Salt and pepper. You and him stole salt and pepper out of a crystal. That's because we were broke and had no salt and pepper at home. Well, okay, so these motherfuckers, I take them to Crystal's because they're both broke, and I'm buying, and... We get out to the car after Austin has thrown the tray in the garbage. Uh, we get to the car, and Austin just turns the mic. You get the pepper? And Mike goes, yeah, I did. And they both pull out a shaker. I'm like, you sons of bitches. Well, they were... Look, if they didn't want people to steal them, they wouldn't have had full salt and pepper shakers sitting there on the table. Look, I looked I'm at the thing going, it's you. full. I just think it's hilarious that I didn't even notice you do this. <laughs> and I never saw you confer on it. Like, I was coming, like I was driving over, and you two fucking huddled up and came up with this grand theft condiment. There was an entire storyline you missed. So I, I, there think, is. I think it's one of those things like I don't remember if you were at the table or not. I don't know if you went to the bathroom or not. Maybe you were just there. Maybe I wasn't looking. Eating, yeah. And I th- I can't remember who did it first, but one of us like had I think it was probably Austin. Austin probably grabbed one of them and just like took it down and yep. like made it disappear. Well, and so I grabbed just... the other one and made it disappear. Well, Austin was a thieving little monkey at the time, yes. so Oh my god. <laughs> And, but that's and, all I had for the game, gentlemen. Okay, well, also, <laughs> uh, Austin, uh, I adapted into the character of Monkey from Coda's World, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Monkey D. Sticky Fingers. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, Mike? 
Yeah. Oh, oh, do the thing. <laughs> where Your we host, end. do the needful. I I will do the needful. So this has been a another episode of Distraction Hole. Oh, Mike. Huh. Have you had a positive affirmation? No, but um, off the top of my head, uh, how about we go with uh, keep the shiny side up? Oh. It's more of a uh, yeah. I don't advice, know what, but you know. I don't know what it means, but I like it. It it's, sounds it, like you go on a fortune cookie. It's 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 a motorcycle thing. You want to keep the shiny side up. That you know. yeah, I like that actually. So that's good. I'm proud of you. This is very good for spur of the moment. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. You non-planning SOBU. <laughs> so, uh, any departing thoughts or shots or, you know, well, jabs? I'm, I'm just going to say, listen to our other podcast, Supernatural Selection. We've got something coming up that's going to hurt. <laughs> is it um, deep hurting? Yeah, deep hurting. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to mention that I finally finished archiving my comic RGBots to the website, deleted the Twitter account, I am free, um, and RGBot starts doing new pages tomorrow, actually, so uh, Very cool. just go to rgbots.com and you'll be able to read new comics. Very cool. Love that comic. All right, yeah. well, if that's everything, um, thank yep. you guys for, I don't know, being a friend, traveled <laughs> down the road and back again. Um, good night, nerds. Fuck off, piss boys. No, no, they're oh. they're not piss boys. Oh. They're nerds. Oh, my bad. They're Sorry. listening to us. They're nerds. Okay. I'm just so mad you didn't finish the the, the verse. Uh, I can't remember. I, that's why I stopped because I like had a blockage. There's like a, the next Did you lyric. You know it, David. The rest of the heart is true. You're a pal that, and a that, confidant. I knew the the pal and confidant. Yeah, the, the, invited everyone you knew. Then you would see the biggest gift would be from me. Yeah, yeah. See, it, it, and the tag it, on top would say, "Thank you for being a friend." Yeah. Being a friend. Mm-hmm. The the the, Thank the, you. the oh, heart I, is I true part it. is what I couldn't uh, get get to. Like right. I, I knew there was something between your friend and confidant. I just could not grab that nugget. Yeah. Just like the beaver nuggets that are all gone. Oh, I'm sad. Those are tough to get here. Yeah, I'm sad, but my waist is going to be thankful that the beaver nuggets are gone. 